Welcome to the Editor's Note Comics Podcast. I think that this world, it needs men that are willing to make the hard call. Central Maine's best comics podcast, by default. Ain't no thing like me, Seth Lee. Here are your hosts, Zach and Jared. Matt's coming. No. When do we start? Hey, welcome back. Yes, it's November. Was it not before? I, I mean, know. it's really November now. I don't know what week we're at. What day is this? It's the the ninth what of year, November. What year is this? Twenty twenty one. It's darker than hell out. <laughs> not a great year. I mean, it's been marginal. All right, I want to call him Mulligan. Okay. Last week we were talking about Hawkeye. Yeah. What about it? Ah, we maybe did three minutes on it. <laughs> Really? Listening back to it, it was mostly yelling about like how I thought a nostalgia critic outside of character seemed like an unlikable guy. That's true, you, yes. So I'll take a small mulligan and say, like, hey, the Hawkeye series by Matt Fraction and David Aja, Aja, I'm fucking it up somewhere. Yeah, probably. It's fantastic. Nope. I love that That's it's That's one. <laughs> We're not doing that again. It's a low-level thing. I like that, you know, it has the silliness of angry mobsters doing things i like that we're introducing a newish honk i like pizza dog i like the characters in his condominium or apartment building whatever you want to call it but yeah we did a slum we did a no we did a bad job but we did like three minutes and even when i was titling it i'm like i can't i just called it like hawkeye comics i'm like i can't even call it like matt fractions hawkeye because we did so little (laughs) no we didn't really do very much on it it's fantastic it's a fantastic run i love it i wish we did more I I enjoyed. Few, I've read reread a few more in the last week. Solid as hell. I enjoyed the the three. Did I read three? I read three. You read three. Yeah, I did. I enjoyed those. I've three. read five. That's two more than three. Woo-hoo. Look at you go. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a fancy boy. My to read pile is becoming um, untenable again. Bigger. Yeah, it's a it's a big old stack. Big old stack of stuff. But it's good stuff. I don't know. I, I just like listen back. I'm like that's one of the got to be one of the worst jobs we've ever done at actually talking about talking about a topic because we barely touched it it's up there it's certainly up there with the the jobs that we've done yeah but it's a fantastic run i love it it's so good it's going to be great leading up to the hawkeye series in a couple of weeks man it's great i please read it it's so good all right let that be at least my review of it but what do we got going on this week <clears throat> uh we'll actually talk about the topic this week yes well <laughs> i was like, sitting there like typing like what am I going to title this episode? I'm like, because it would clearly be like, Matt Fraction's Hawkeye. I'm like, eh, I can't say that. We, <laughs> we, we, we go off the rails. We didn't do enough to justify that topic title. In our defense, that's the first time in a long time we've really gone off the rails. One of, yeah, one of the worst. But it's Look, I'll call it, if we had a good episode, I love when we have a good episode. Yeah. I love a great episode. Whenever you leave, my wife asks me how the episode goes, and I give her an honest assessment every time. Oh, what was last time's assessment? Bad. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> through no fault of mine, because I knocked the ass the uh, theater's no question out of the park. It is sometimes I'm like, oh, it was great, it was good. It all, most of the time, I go, that's yeah, fine. Yeah, it was. We've done a lot of most them. of the time. I say it was fine. It's in the middle two thirds. But because I was generally unimpressed with last week's performance, bringing it this time. So you're saying it was more you than it was me last week that you didn't really bring it. Yeah, I think it was more me than you. yeah, yeah. That I carried the show. I wouldn't go that far, but I would say that I was more at fault than you. Oh, okay. Well, sound guy retired. I want that clip for me. Just me playing commercials. Oh, for well. His, yeah. for a business I think we were just we were shook by him leaving us. That's that's it. that's what it was. That's it. Okay. okay. So we can blame him now for our shortcomings because of his abandonment. 
what did he do with all of his comics? Did he just leave them on the side of the road like the vagrant he is? All right, and from there, we're going to go into the news. <laughs> what are we going to go on this week? We got Pop Culture News of the Week. Oh, boy, are there some things that happened. The way you say that makes me feel like they're not good things. You saw the Spider-Man leaks. We're going to talk about them. Okay. Those are really, that's the biggie. This week in video game history. Also, some biggies this week. So much this week that I literally had to pick and choose and go, I'm not going to talk about that one because there were just, there was so much this week. Oh, okay. I don't want that to be half the show. Sports reports. Hmm. Somebody's following a winning football team. <laughs> the Eternals. I need to talk, I need to talk this one out. And your questions. By the way, the bag is empty. There's no more questions in there. We need more questions. This is the last one we got. Oh, what happens if we don't have any ba- any questions in the bag next week? I guess I go back to doing the trivia thing that I was doing oh, to, that... to fill in space. Ugh. You don't like trivial trivia? It's okay. It, it bounced around. It could be a different thing. That's true. We're done with the Batman questionnaire. That's, that was bad. I'll start it again. <laughs> I'll probably get more wrong. <laughs> but let's go from there straight into the news. Before we get started... Does anyone want to get out? It's time for the news. We'll save the biggie story for the end because there's a bunch of stuff. Okay. Um, here's an interesting one. I am going to massacre this pronunciation. So apologies ahead of time. Oh, God, I can't do this good no matter what. Gail Garcia Bernal. It's not bad. I might be. I don't know. Has been cast as Werewolf by Night. Next year, Marvel will be doing a Halloween spooky spectacular on Disney Plus. Isn't like isn't that when werewolves come out? By like you're not a werewolf by day. It's always werewolf by night. Like you, you see werewolves walking around in the day. The moon pops up. What happens when the moon comes out in the middle of the day? I guess with a werewolf. The day moon. Yeah. Do they still turn into a werewolf if the moon comes up during the day? Yeah, probably. The early evening, the duskish hours. I don't think they need to wait for it. I don't know. I guess it depends on your werewolf. But either way, Marvel next year is going to be doing a Halloween spooktacular. Ah, much like we do. They're stealing our brand. They're probably more sober. To be fair, there's probably more cocaine. Well, and I mean, any cocaine would be more cocaine. Yeah, we don't do cocaine. I don't certainly not do cocaine. Hold on. I misspoke when I said I don't certainly not. I just said I, I certainly do not. That sounds makes it sound like I do, but I don't. Whatever. I'm just excited to get some Werewolf by Night. Do Yeah, do a Halloween special. The Marvel Cinematic Universe is whatever at this point. It's all over the place. Get off your phone. It's school board update. My future hangs in the balance. No, it doesn't. Football. Your future. Dead end? Yeah. Well, still dead end. Wow. I'm done. Okay, so still dead end? Yeah, nothing happened yet. <laughs> just somebody pontificating on the situation. Don't care. At least I used the word pontificating right. You did. That's a good word. Thank you. It's a great word. Whatever, I'm excited about a man who turns into a wolf. Whenever the moon pops up. Black Panther 2 has been put on hiatus. Uh-oh. Wakanda forever. Wakanda hiatus. <laughs> so why? Letitia Wright, who has been promoted to the star of the movie following the um, tragic passing of Chadwick Boseman, mm-hmm. she received uh, injuries in August that we were told were minor at the time, and then they just shot around her like, what's everything we can shoot that isn't involving Letitia Wright? Let me guess, the injuries are more grievous. I mean, we don't know, but they've hit a wall of going like, well, we filmed what we could, and she's has not recovered, so that movie is on full hiatus at this point. Wow. It was something involving like a wire rig in Boston. It's always Boston, isn't it? But I mean, they can still work on like special I mean, she effect- was trying to pack a cab at Harvard Yard. And then, boom, something happened. Well, I mean, the 
the whole production doesn't stop. Like they're probably going to continue to work on like the visual effects shots and things like that. Yeah, right? but I mean, as far as the shooting, <laughs> yes, yeah, they're on hiatus right now because of her injuries, minor injuries in August. It's only been three months. It's November. It's a while. Yeah, I mean, depending on how hard she was hurt, minorly, but I, I would assume not that minor. Yeah, more towards the moderate category. Oh man. Uh oh, I don't like when you. This is a, no. You, you just like saw that. this. This is so exciting. Oh, I thought you were like that. Sounded like a like a defeated exasperation. Oh, no, I am. I am pumped. Shoot that heroin into my veins. Oh, so you don't do cocaine, but you do do heroin. Yeah, I, I mean, literally do-do. never. But hey, Ghostbusters Afterlife had what they called their final trailer, which makes sense because the movie's coming out in like two weeks. Yes. The restraint that they have had in these trailers. To not have any of the voices outside of Ray's. Well, we, well, we've had voices. We've had Bill Murray. We've had... But it was like... Dan Aykroyd. Yeah. We, there's been no Ernie Hudson because it's a Ghostbusters movie, so God forbid... <laughs> <laughs> Come on, am I wrong? I mean, no. But, oh, man. It, it's a short trailer. It's only like a minute and change. But we get Bill Murray just going like, did you miss us? Yes! So yeah, much, we dude. very much did. Yes. Oh my god, I'm so excited. I don't care about anything else about this trailer. It's just like, hey, Bill Murray is there, Dan Aykroyd's there, Ernie Hudson probably. Well, he'll at least show up in the last third. How much do you think they're in the movie? Minimally. Yeah, like in the final act. If I was going to put it into minutes, I would say less than ten. Ten each or ten combined between the three of them. I don't think anyone is going to have like a greater role. I- Every single character, for the three surviving, clearly not Harold Ramis, but of the three that are surviving, I would say no more than 10 minutes apiece. Is Sigourney Weaver in this? I don't think she is. I don't think so either. I know there's no Rick Moranis. Annie Potts is in this. We know that. I bet she gets the least. She's under five. Well, Rick Moranis really hasn't been in anything in a long, long time. He was in a cell phone commercial for Ryan Reynolds. Yeah, so that's, I mean, that's about it. <laughs> like, Yeah, a good long while. What the hell? I would say under 10 minutes for the original Ghostbusters, though. 10 and under. Makes sense. Also, ask me about Spider-Man in a few minutes, and I'll say the Question, because it's called Ghostbusters Afterlife, do they do some sort of Harold Ramis CGI? No. What if they did? Uh, I can't believe that they would. But if Uh, they did... Early reviews of this say that this uh, movie might ignore Ghostbusters 2 and also the video game, and I gotta tell you... I will bend over backwards to make those other two things count into canon. I would like to see you be that flexible physically. I, I used to be so flexible. I used to be able to do splits. Well, well, why not anymore? Age? That's fair. What do you want from me? Pliability. <laughs> I'm not 12 anymore. That's also fair. Man, I like, yeah, whatever. It's the trailer. We're going to see Ghostbusters because we love Ghostbusters. We're we're Ghostbusters fans here. This is a Ghostbusters dojo. We're pro bust. We're pro busting. Yes. Busting makes us feel good. It really does. Man, I I am so psyched to see Have you- Bill Murray and Ernie Hudson and look at Dan Aykroyd and go, that is a crazy man. That is a crazy, crazy man. Have you ever seen the... Um- the series on Netflix, the movies that made us. No, I never watched it. There's one on Ghostbusters, really. Good. I'm aware of it, but I've never seen it. No, it's they're really good. You should. I mean, it's like 48 minutes a piece. It's worth watching. I binged some of it. Yeah, I mean, I know it's all movies that I love and blah blah blah. But yeah, yeah, I've never watched it. But I, some fun I, behind the like behind the scenes. I watched stories. One, I watched one episode of the Toys that Made Us, and that's as far as I got. Oh, did you know that Sand was inducted into the Toy Hall of Fame last week? 
Sand. Sand, yes. Okay. It's considered to be, by some people, the oldest toy in the history of the world. People have always been playing with sand. You know what I hate at a wedding ceremony? Sand. We're like, let's combine our two sands. Fuck you. It's so lame. It's so stupid. I hate it. It's so dumb. It's so... But there's no way you're ever going to be able to separate those two sands out. Um, That's the point. Um, I really hate that thing. It's like, oh, yeah, fucking sands combined. That was... I thought you were, you were trying hard not to go off topic this week. Mm. Like <laughs> toys that, you know, toys that made us sand. That, see, there was a correlation there, and they just went totally to left field. The other, it's also pop culture-y, right? Toys, we talk about video games, pop culture. The other two inductees, American Girl Dolls and the board game Risk. All right. I don't think I've ever played a game of Risk to completion. Oh, I definitely have. It's a long game. Guardians of the Galaxy 3 has officially begun filming. Ooh. After a long, tumultuous thing of James Gunn being fired for um, edgelord tweets. Hey, I guess don't joke about pedophilia. Probably in your best interest. Yeah, not something to be joked with. But he's back, baby. Yay, Jimmy Gunn. I do love that. I'm glad he's finishing it up. Yes, he gets to finish telling the story he wanted to tell. I think the Guardians movies, like if we're talking just general franchise, like probably Avengers is just by default kind of like, the big gun, but wish I didn't say gun in there. Whatever. But I think Guardians is like the, my next like tier down. Like I love those movies. They're so good. They're fun. They're super fun. So I'm glad he's finishing up the trilogy. And the last Thor movie. That was fun. But uh, if we're talking franchise, though. Oh, yeah. I like Guardians probably the best after Avengers. But then Avengers gets questionable because two of them were done by Whedon. And I'm trying to separate myself from that guy, even though I tied up quite a bit of my public life into that well that's the way i look at it like whoops back away well no i you you are not you didn't have anything to do with any of the situations you can still enjoy the movie for what it is i I just don't want to celebrate the guy you can still celebrate the movie there were thousands of people who worked on the movie you can celebrate them yeah are you gonna not celebrate the work that like Robert Downey Jr. and Mark Ruffalo and Chris Evans and Scarlett Johansson? I like how you did? just I like how you just like the biggest names, not like the people who actually like did like Oh yeah, the, the visual effects people, the, the caterer yeah. The filmographer. Yes, the caterers, you're right. I'm celebrating the caterers. Damn right you are. That was your craft service table. Damn delicious. Fine? Okay, great. What else we got going on? I don't know. You're surly. I'm not surly. Okay, you're certainly not not surly. Think I'm pleasant? Moderately. Rogue Squadron, Patty Jenkins movie. Oh, uh, yes. Delayed. Seems to be a lot of that going around. Well, she's got to do Wonder Woman 3 with Gal Gadot and Linda Carter. And then she has to do Cleopatra with Gal Gadot. Seems... Sans Linda Carter. Mm. And then eventually she'll get around to this. Just got to make these other big pictures. With Gadot. Mm. Wonder Woman 2. I mean, on shows that I'm like, that I question. Wonder Woman 2 is one of the shows of ours that I questioned. Because, like, we came off it so hot. Like, we hadn't seen a new movie in forever. We're like, oh, my God, a new movie. Yes. I feel like we were way too generous on that. Probably. And then the last week where we didn't talk about Hawkeye at all. Like, those are two of our lows. But we're not here to talk about our lows. We're here to make ourselves high. Not like that. I was like, you have a Coke Zero and I have nothing. That's true. You're not wrong. The highest of highs. Mm. Soda. Gross. Don't drink it. I just needed a quick burst of energy. I'm kind of gassed. I don't know. This is one of those movies, like, I'll believe it when I see it. Even when they announced it, it was like, okay, sure. 
Eh, I guess. What was that voice? I don't know. I just made a voice. I'm sorry. It was a bad voice. Uh, It wasn't meant to be a good voice. I don't know. I don't know if I have any faith in this movie actually happening. In fact, I would put not like a lot of money, but I'd put a hundred bucks down saying that it's not actually going to happen. Wow. That's a lot of money for you. All right, Owen Wilson. Wow. 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 I'm Morbius. How's that Owen Wilson? That's Jared Leto. Oh, Mobius. I'm Mobius. Oh, they said Morbius. Uh, I may have said Morbius. I'm not going to lie. All right, Spider-Man had some leaks. Uh, If you want to jump ahead to the next segment, the time code is listed down below because uh, big old leaks. Spoiler alert. Yeah, we got some stuff coming out. So if you don't want to. That's the spoiler alert sound. It's the worst sound. Well, that if you yeah, don't that want got know. your attention, didn't it? You'd be like, oh, no, the spoilers are coming. I spoiled your eardrums with that sound. Red alert. You know, when we did our drunken Halloween episode, I punched you, and I have that desire again <laughs> based on that noise. You punched me? Yeah. When? I leaned across the table, and I punched you in the tit. Oh, yeah. And I was like, why? <laughs> yeah, so uh, if you don't want to know the Spider-Man leaks, jump ahead to the next segment. In three, two, one, Spider-Man leaks. Uh, two images were released, and they are big old, big old leaks. We'll start with one that we kind of have projected for a while. Well, we've both of these have been rumored, and now like they've been doubly, triple. At this point, the Spider-Man side of it has been like quadruple confirmed. Yes, there will be multiple Spideys. Yeah, we got Tom Holland, Andrew Garfield, Tobey Maguire, all standing in the same scene together, and no one can wear a mask because gotta get that FaceTime, baby. Yes, that is correct. And so, what can I extrapolate from this? We have a pretty beat up Tom Holland mm-hmm. and Andrew Garfield and Toby Maguire coming in looking just fresh as daisies. So my assumption, and I don't think this is crazy because we know that we're going to be dealing with like the multiverse and, you know, his personal life. The, I, I imagine like, let's break it down into thirds. One, two, three. Mm-hmm. Three act movie structure. First third of the movie will be uh, the world turning against. Tom Holland, Peter Parker. And that's where he's like with MJ. He's like, oh, can we just like stay up here? Blah, blah, blah. And J- Jonah Jameson coming at him. Act two will probably be uh, he'll do the s- spell from Doctor Strange. Whether we call it the Sinister Six or not, we have at least five villains. I assume the sixth one is Mysterio. Mm-hmm. They all come together to go against him. And then in act three is when Andrew Garfield and Tobey Maguire will come in and they'll do a thing together. Makes sense. Best guess. So we see him all beat up, and the other two are looking, like I said, fresh as a daisy. But from there, they'll tackle whatever the ultimate big bad thing is. Maybe it's Mephisto. Maybe it's not. Probably not. I hope it's not. I hope everyone just keeps on guessing Mephisto forever, and it never is. Yeah, true. Maybe it's one of the Eternals. <laughs> and um, the, I mean, Celestial. And then the other image that we get is uh, Tom Holland to talk. Well, he's in trouble with the law. He's a lawyer up. Well, a while ago, Tom Holland had talked about who's like, you know, my favorite scene that I've ever done. It's crazy and it's wild. It's like me, Aunt May, Happy Hogan, and another character sitting around a table talking about what it means to be a hero. And we didn't know who that was. But now we know. Yeah, we do. It's, it's fucking Daredevil. Daredevil, baby. Matt Murdock in the hizzy. Yes, not Ben Affleck's Murdock. Not Burdock. That would have been more surprising if it was Ben Affleck's Matt Murdock. This is like how I call them Burdock, like Ben, Ben Affleck, Murdock. No, I didn't know what the fuck you were doing. Oh. Do you want to ding your bell again? Because I said, fudge. Take one away. Well, no, that was for earlier one I didn't do. Okay, great. Yeah, Charlie Cox is back, baby. 
which opens up the like, hey, the Netflix series, you know, they counted, which I think is going to be because there's been rumors about um, Vincent D'Onofrio's Kingpin, who is amazing, going to be in the Hawkeye series. I think this opens that up to much higher possibility. Just cracking open all the cross uh, contaminating and uh, storytelling. Put it all in one big, one big jumbled web of this man oh man do i want more daredevil though like it's been three years like they had to wait for those contract like because that was part of the deals like you gotta wait three years it's been three years and it's time it's murdoch time that's a creepy thing you did sorry didn't mean to be but i'm very excited about matt murdoch being back charlie cox just yeah whatever he's a great daredevil i love it i love the majority of his show season one amazing season two 50-50. Season 3. 50-50. The Defenders. Boo. Could have been worse. I didn't really see The Defenders, so. Um, it's really boring, and they do nothing forever. That is, do they do they defend anything? Barely. Oh. It's but they, they at least did defend. Yeah. But whatever. That That's the Spider-Man leaks. Um, <laughs> there we go. We just... We're going to know this whole movie before it comes out. Just, my God, they can't keep no. a lockdown on this movie. So from there... We're going to move on to this week in video game history. Superhero landing coming up. This week in video game history. 1992. Okay. I dare dare you to say that you knew anyone that actually owned this. All right. I'll try my best. The Sega Genesis. Uh, Yes. I know someone who owns it. I think they still do own it. Yes. Yeah. It's a good system. Yeah. Everyone loves the Sega. Yeah. Sega. uh, Sega. Yeah, so what, what's the the bet that I didn't I don't know anyone who had a Sega Genesis? It's not, that's the, a weak it's not bet. the Sega Genesis. It's one of the peripherals. Is it a Game Genie? No. Did you know anyone in 1992 that owned a Sega CD? I I remember exactly. it exactly, but I I remember it, but I you don't didn't know anyone who owned a Sega CD because no one owned it because it failed so hard. There you go. Well, I don't just a waste of time. You stuck it into the side of your Sega. Did you get a Sega CD game? No, because no one owned it because it was expensive and shitty and broken. All right. No one owned it. Okay. Speaking of Sega, 1996. Okay. Sonic the Hedgehog. It's the biggest Sega game there is. Sonic 1, 2, 3, Sonic and Knuckles. Oh, my God. There's so many Sonic games. Mm. But could you imagine? Could you imagine Sonic? Don't forget Tails. Yeah, he was there. Yes. Miles Tails. (laughs) Could you imagine Sonic in more than two dimensions? I, I mean, it, it came to life. Could you imagine him in three dimensions? Sonic 3D? Sonic 3D Blast. Ooh! Did you ever play that one? Uh, no, I don't um, think I did. I'm only bringing it up out of nearly 20 years of rage for it being a fiery piece of hot garbage. Wow. It sucked wow. so hard. Wow. Hey, you know what Sonic's about? Running Sonic. Collecting wh- coins. What's the first thing you think about Sonic? Fast. Yeah. Sonic 3D Blast, slow as shit. <laughs> How do you really feel? I mean, someone constipated isn't going that slow. What? It sucked so hard. Sonic 3D Blast, one of the worst games I've ever played in my life. Well, they all can't be winners. Yeah, not Sonic 3D Blast in 1996. But let's jump afo- ahead to 2003. It's a good oh, year. We're back to the guessing game. Okay. A movie game based on a big old Oscar winner. In 2003, you could do a two-player campaign mode. 
because it was on the, like the PlayStation Two and Xbox. Uh, it's probably like a Lord of the Rings game, Fellowship of the Ring. Two, no, two thousand three. Get the fuck. Oh, out sorry, of not two thousand. Two thousand three would have been um, Return of the King. It would have been great old game, great two player campaign. A lot of voice actors coming back for that bad boy. Two thousand five. Look, I don't know if you want to play Weezer's Sweater Song or Joan Jet, but it was time. Is it a Guitar Hero game? It was the first one, 2005. Ah. Guitar Hero. I think there was two songs. Wasn't Joan Jett on there? And yeah, but I don't think the Sweater Song was on there. I think it was. It was on a later one, I think. I thought it was the first one. Oh. Whatever, Guitar Hero happened. That was like a five-year flash of the pan kind oh of thing. Oh my gosh, yeah. that and rock band. People are all about that. And now no one cares. Nope. <laughs> Not even a little. 2006, we've talked about the series before, but the first one came out. Maybe you're the size of a refrigerator and your gun is a chainsaw. I can't give you more than that. Your gun is a chainsaw? Yeah. You go bang, bang, then you go vroom, vroom. Uh, is it something like the, I don't know. How's, Jesus Christ, it's Gears of War, the first Gears of War. Oh, okay, yes. 2006. Oh my God. This game. And also, there were a lot of other ones from this series that came out this week, but I just chose to focus on one of them because I had a roommate who played this game and nothing but this game. He had three things in his life. Having his Mazda RX-8, okay, banging randos, and playing this game incessantly all hours of the night. Oh, it had to be Halo. I'm sorry, it's Call of Duty for Modern Warfare. Close enough. Some first-person shooter. Jeez. Literally never stopped. We had like surround sound in the apartment. Oh my God, uh. I didn't do anything but play this one fucking game. Multiplayer, man. Gotta get, gotta grind on those kills. Oh, my God. Yeah. Dominate the lobby. Call of Duty for the game that really launched the Call of Duty franchise. Call not call not from Lady. Uh, no, he... Oh, my God. The number of women he brought home. To show... Look at how I dominate this lobby in Call of Duty. And they're like, oh... And they swoon. It's crazy. But, yeah. Do you, do you want to nuke that one place or not? Yes. Always. Always Did you, did you play Call of Duty 4? No. Oh, that's that's when the series kicked off and became incessant in my life. And a bunch of other Call of Duties came out this week, because apparently this is the week that Call of Duty comes out. I have Modern Warfare. Vanguard came out this week. Yeah, see, this is the Call of Duty week. There was a bunch of other ones. I just didn't write them all down, because Call of Duty... But Modern War- I have the Modern Warfare that's not like Call of Duty 4 Modern Warfare. It's just called Modern Warfare. 2010, don't need to guess a game on this one, uh, Microsoft Connect was released. Oh, okay. Because everyone thought that... I really, no one thought this, that uh, they're... Xbox needed to listen to them at all times. They had to have motion sensors. Fuck that. Sh- all right. And then, oh, yeah, sorry. Yeah, great. And then 2012, Halo was supposed to end with Halo 3. Ah, uh-huh. Cortana. Uh, not only was, um, like, I didn't even write all the Halo games that came out this week because there was a lot. There was, like, Halo 2. There was Halo Control Your Army. Not what it was called. But also Halo 4. I'm like, oh, yeah. Remember when, it- yeah, Halo 3 was the end. Great. 2012. Lies. Lies, lies, lies. So from Dr. Robotnik to Aaron Rodgers getting homeopathic medicine from some Canadian doctor, it's time for Jared Sports Reports. He's running down the middle by the 50. He's at the 30. Bear tested. The guy is drunk, but there he goes. Oh, and they tackle him at the 40-yard line. It's time for another Jared Sports Report. All right. Joe Rogan, <laughs> anybody? I, I don't know where you're going with this. Did I miss a thing? Oh, you didn't hear about... Aaron Rodgers saying that he got some of his uh, COVID treatments by talking with Joe Rogan. Oh, 
He's also been on the Pat McAfee show twice. Once it really kind of went off the rails very poorly for him. And then the second time he was on today, he was kind of trying to like be better. But I mean, long story short, don't lie about your COVID vaccination status so you don't get fined and possibly suspended. Like the NFL is going to have to do something about this. Like clearly lied about his vaccination status and he said it was immunized. He was taking the horse dewormer apparently. Did, uh, Jesus, did he really? I think that's one of the things I had read. I thought he just said, like, he went to Canada and got homeopathic treatment to boost his antibodies. Well, I mean, that's also probably true. Who knows? But Aaron Rodgers, who he's looked a like weird John Wick. Yeah, he's not. He's a weird guy. He's had an interesting um, run of girlfriends. He was dating Danica Patrick for a while, the race car driver. Well, he was with Olivia Munn for a good long while. Yes. Who then got impregnated by John Mulaney after he got out of rehab and divorced his wife. Mm. It's a weird series of events. Yeah. So anyway, his quote was, I, I can't wait to get back. I can't stand watching. And neither could the Packers fans because they were absolutely terrible this past weekend. Because of the loss? They just didn't look good. They looked poor. Like, they just did not look crisp. Anyway, enough about the Packers. Let's talk about the Patriots. The 5-4 and four Patriots. Above 500. They're on their way. They're a half game out of the AFC East Championship. That's sad. <laughs> I mean, there's some bad losses that happened in the NFL this past weekend. Is every team in the NFL bad? I think every team in the NFL might be bad. I think the NFL is just its own animal. I heard a great quote about the NFL. Every weekend, you have two choices. You're going to get humbled or be the humbler. And it happens all the time. Like There are teams that just have no business hanging or beating out of the team. And what do they do? They hang with and beat another team. Yeah, you do your thing. I mean, the the Buffalo Bills lost to the Jacksonville Jaguars. That's the first win on American soil for the Jaguars in like over 20 games. Wow. And it came against the Buffalo Bills, a Super Bowl contender. Bills Nation! That's right. Bills Mafia, not Bills Nation. Whatever. Bills Mafia. They're the guys, they're the assholes who jump through tables. (laughs) Would they stop me if I yelled that? They probably would pick you up and throw you through a table and be like, Bills Mafia! Okay, great. They probably set the table on fire, too. Ah. Would you ever allow yourself to be thrown through a table? No. For 100 bucks? Yes. See? Right there. 75. No, I think you get a crack three digits to check me through a table. $75 and a bottle of booze. Kind of booze. Good booze. Yes. <laughs> like a like a bottle of fine whiskey. Oh, yeah. If you're like, it's $75 and a Budweiser, I'd be like, fuck you. Oh, it's like $75 and some Crown Royal. Oh, yeah, totally. That's like a $45 bottle of booze. There, there you go. So you're making, actually, it's more than $100 right there. Yeah, making myself a profit. Would you let me throw, Would if I gave you 75 bucks and a bottle of Crown Royal and I got a table, you would let me throw you through the table? I suppose. I have to find a table and 75 bucks and a bottle of the Crown Royal. Yeah. All right, what else is happening? Uh, Patriots uh, continue to win. They beat the oh, Carolina Panthers. Oh, my God, Patriots. are you talking about them? Who cares? Uh, did you hear that? There were, there were rumors today that there was talks of a trade between the Celtics and the 76ers. That was yesterday. And yesterday, th- Jalen Brown and Ben's... Uh, yeah, no, 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 no. You're framing it all wrong. So, no, let me let me finish. For the people like, oh, they were going to talk about... No, I think Brad Stevens knew that Ben Simmons was available, and he made the phone call because it's what a smart GM would do is ask about Ben Simmons, and I'm sure that Philadelphia's like, yeah, sure, for Jalen Brown. And he's like, you can go get fucked. Yeah, that was Daryl Morey going like, well, we'll do it for Jalen Brown and plus some other stuff. Then it was followed by a hysterical bout of laughter and the phone dropping to the floor. Not yeah. actually hanging up, just dropping to the floor with the hysterical laughter continuing. Yeah. I mean, that's the, probably the most exciting thing that's happened to the Celtics recently. I don't know what you're talking about. You're 
Last week you were so depressed. You're no, like, no, no. This team is killing me slowly inside. And hey, first week I was like, all right, I'm on board. Second week I'm like, I did 180 degree turn. I said, eh, it's not been all that good. You know, it's been kind of a slog. How could this be good for your mental like? And then I did another 180 degrees. We're back, baby. Basketball's fun again. <laughs> I can't wait for next week. We're like, man, we suck. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'll just I'll keep spiraling every week. But no, we're back. It's good. Basketball's good and fun and amazing. But when you say you're back, like to me, that's like you left. That means you weren't good. Top ten defense jumping up from like twenty seventh, all because of this team meeting and the uh, team dinner. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Maybe it was a meeting. Maybe it was just a dinner. We don't know. We weren't there. No, but they were there. But there was a three-game road stretch. Went two and one, and this is the one that's the killer. I. It's at least two times in the last year, if not the last three, and I believe it's the last three. Just struck your phone from hold your hand. On. <laughs> I need to hold on. You could have kept talking about the Celtics, and I wouldn't have really listened anyway. No, no, you finish, and then you make eye contact. So I think the last three times Celtics have played the Mavericks, Luca in the last possession, like last second, has scored a game-winning three the last three times. And it happened again, and I was just like yelling at the team because it was a good game. Did you scare your dog? I think a little bit. Did you scare your wife? Uh, yeah, she was asleep. Did you scare yourself? No, but I was just going, again? Did you scare your neighbors? How did it happen again? That's three times in a row. Fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on me. Fool me three times, you're not going to fool me again. <laughs> Lucas put on some weight, though. It looks like his pregame ritual is Yeah, because he's carrying his team to victory against your hapless Celtics. It looks like his pregame ritual is drinking two full glasses of milk. And then draining threes to oh crush your soul. God, yeah. Like three times in the last year. It's insane. But whatever, things have turned around. Things are fun again. Wow. But I tell you what, because uh, it's not this week. It's next week. I'm going down to Boston to see a game. Celtics-Lakers. What day? The 19th. Oh, Friday. Yeah. It's a Friday night game. Yeah, I know. I'm, I'm hoping we're in the state championship game Friday night. You're not going to come support my football team on the state championship game? Yeah, I'm going to go see the greatest rivalry Suck a sports. fart out of my ass, dickhead. I'm leaving that. Um, Unsupportive <laughs> prick. That's but okay. Jalen Brown has a hamstring injury that's going to keep him out one to two weeks. LeBron has an abdominal injury that's going to keep him out for a little bit. I'm like, everyone get healthy because I paid for this game. Are you going to go rub his hamstring for him? I'm not a licensed masseuse, so no. If somebody gave you like the therapy gun, like, just go put it on his hamstring. No. Nope. No? That'd be weird. All right. Hello, sir. I'm on. <laughs> I'm unsupervised. <laughs> it's me, Dr. Nick. All right. Is that sports? That's sports. From there, we are moving on to a Jack Kirby creation, written, drawn by, not directed by, because he's dead. Correct, he is dead. But we're going to talk about The Eternals. Now might be a really good time for you to get angry. That's my secret. I'm always angry. It's time for an Editor's Note podcast review. Non-spoiler section. This is the most you've ever talked during a movie, by the way. You were very talkative. For a guy who's like, I don't like people who talk at movies, you were very talkative during this movie. It was excitable. You were, yes. But we're here to let you talk yourself through your feelings in this movie because I feel like you're still conflicted. It's the lowest rated Marvel movie on uh, Rotten Tomatoes. Here's the thing. I'm going into this with a bias. Okay, because you love Jack Kirby. Yep, and this is the most Kirby thing that's ever happened or should have been the most Kirby thing that ever happened. Ah, see, there's the uh, provisor. Should have been. And I keep on going. Gonna love it. Gonna love it. 
I'm still working my way through it, to be honest. Okay. Is it one that you're going to need like a, a quick second viewing? Is this one I, that doesn't... I'm looking forward to a second viewing. Like, you're just not going to like... Like, sometimes you like to let it sit and percolate, and like, you're like, yeah, I can wait. Like, do you find yourself being one day like, are there any available tickets? I need to, need to see it again to confirm. I haven't... The last time I saw a movie twice in theaters is when we did Force Awakens, it's, so it's been a while. But is that something that's on the table for you right now as a big Jack Kirby fan? No, I'm not, I mean, just... You're going to wait till you can stream it? Yeah. From the comfort of your own sectional? Yeah. On the Shiz Lounge? I want to like this. I that, that sounds more negative than I intended to be. Okay. I'm going into this wanting to like it, but... Are the flaw? So let me let me see if I can verbalize what you're feeling. Flaw. Oh, it, it does have some flaws. Does does the weight of your expectation as a Kirby fan crush the reality of the movie that you had? The movie is not Kirby enough by any stretch of the imagination, and that's like, what you were kind of hoping. You were like, "Ah, oh, we're gonna get some Kirby shit, like weird technology and like big and colorful and bombastic and wild." And it was more. Drab. There's a very dark color palette. Subdued. I mean, it had moment. It had really moments of big, flashy visuals, but not. I can't. Let's compare it to. Were you looking for like the Ragnarok kind of? I was. Yeah. Let's compare it to Ragnarok. Like Ragnarok has like scenes. I'm like, oh my god, that scene's insane. Like them the, going through the anus or the fighting on the, the Bifrost. The Thor. Yes, or the like the Thor Hulk fight or you know. um get help and there's like stuff in there that's like oh my god like that that seems amazing but with the turtles i'm well i thought the bollywood <sighs> dance scene was colorful and fun but what i like i'm gonna give it the scale of would i youtube search that clip no i wouldn't no i'd be like because i'll look up i love looking up like scenes like oh my god i love like this one part of this movie let me just rewatch it mm, yes i would not be like can i get that scene of kumail dancing no no now it doesn't have a standout moment really i for me i think the struggles i had with it like i enjoyed the movie i don't think i was blown away by it like it wasn't like a holy cow you can see also too why marvel would want to sit on spider-man for a little bit longer to let the eternals have its thing because it felt like yeah 100 my wife on the way back she's like i was surprised we didn't see a spider-man trailer i'm like i'm not surprised at all because that would totally be the story. Would be the Spider-Man trailer versus. But do you to build up the do Eternals. you think with some of the, like the mediocre to like like the first one? This is like this is the first Marvel film I can think of that's not getting like huge traction. A lot of people are like eh. like there's a lot of meh about Eternals. There's a lot of that with the early stuff. I mean, Captain America, Thor, the second Thor, like Iron Man two, like a lot of that stuff didn't get like insane. Do you think this is better than the second Thor? Uh, yeah. You have to think long and hard about that. Well, here's the thing about this movie. This, Whether you know it or not, movies have a certain structure to them. Like, even like blockbusters, they'll be like, oh, like, this." Is, there have been studies done and there's like, your brain has literally been built to expect certain things like, oh, at the 18 minute mark, we need to have a fight scene. And at this point, like, we need to have like XYZ, like, movies aren't, especially like big budget ones, aren't that different when it comes to pacing. Like, you're literally getting hits at like certain points because that's how your brain has been trained like studios know this directors know this like you gotta like hit those certain tent poles when you're watching a thing this movie really threw out pacing they're like we're gonna do what we want like the pacing of this movie is very very different from any other marvel movie and from a lot of other blockbusters like they're there's through that pacing to the wind 
Yeah. And you feel that, and it makes it kind of drag. It was like, I don't know. To me, it was like, it's a group of, like, it's a family that can't get their shit together in some way. Like, you felt very much at times like, I mean, yeah, in a movie, I was trying to figure out who the point of view character is in this movie. Seriously. You think so? Yes, 100%. Okay. But it just doesn't seem like, and I thought the actress who played Cersei did a fine job. It was a fine character. It just felt like like Cersei's character was so unsure of her ability to lead in this movie. I think that's not really given away a whole lot here. That it kind of, if, no. if that's our point of view and, character. And I, and I can also. Do you like, see where I'm going the, with this? The, though? Like, There's a minor spoiler here that I'm going to say, but there's a big thing I'm not a fan of. I'm not a fan of the trope of like, the power was inside of you all along. And there's a part where Cersei's like, I can't do this. But then they go, yeah, but what if you did it? And she goes, oh, I could do it. I'm not a fan of that trope. No. I don't love, like, ooh, the power was inside you all Especially, along. like, with this, like, a known quantity superhero. Like, like clearly she knows she has powers, right? It'd be different. Like, I'm okay with that when, like, the, the person's, like, realizing, like, kind of in Doctor Strange when he figures out how to do magic. Like, the power was clearly within him like to do it but he's like discovering his abilities as opposed to like at this point cersei's always had these abilities yeah, for like, thousands of years it's not like she's yeah. just discovering that she can do this <laughs> i can't do it like she's not but like yeah, yeah but she's not you? like going from like yes i can she's not going from like i have no abilities at all because she's had abilities to like oh these abilities can just do these other things but what i was saying is like her character's self-doubt throughout the movie i think leaks through as our point of view character to where you're like i, I don't really like, there's not the, the confidence or the conflict. It's just kind of like a, I don't know, doesn't have the ability to carry it, I think. I like her, but the, I think my main issue with the movie is it does like pacing. And it does, like, it introduces some stuff that, like, we literally never see in this universe. Like, I mean, kind of. Two characters actually have sex. Yes, there's firsts in the, there's, there's a lot of Marvel firsts. Like, no one's had sex in this movie since, like, Iron in the series is like Iron Man 3 in a flashback to 1999. Yeah. But to be fair, their sex scene involved them lying perfectly still. <laughs> you know, how hmm. sex works, where you don't move. Maybe they were just aggressively cuddling, naked. <laughs> the lamest sex you've ever seen. What a, It feels like such a Disney note. Like Also, like... No gyration. Like, they can lie there, but... Mm. But did the Celestials also not give the Eternals, like, parts? robot parts spoiler yeah well <laughs> why are they robots um <laughs> but they were bleeding so that how can they like i don't know i also felt like this movie did have a lot of if you weren't familiar with the eternals like they're very like i know they're not b level comic characters oh they're like d level okay well there you go but like it, it kind of felt like yeah, we're not going to give you much like exposition on this. It's like this is more for like if you already are familiar with this aspect of the universe, then go for it. Like if you're going in there expecting things to push forward from the Marvel Cinematic Universe, I don't know as if that happened. I don't know. Here's Do you feel? I... I also felt that way after Black Widow. Like we really haven't progressed. Like I understand Black Widow was not designed to progress the MCU as far as like what the next direction is. But this also really just other than holy shit, there's giant space robots that control everything, and that's about it. Like it didn't really, it didn't to me feel like it was setting anything else up. I mean, if it was based on the post credit scenes, then wow. 
Look, going into this, I was looking to be blown away with big weird things, and I didn't get big weird things. All right. Time for the. Okay, so uh, our patented review scale of see it in theaters, stream it when you can, or don't bother. Where do you land on this? You change it for red boxing. That's just how the show has evolved. Yeah. Uh, how about this? It, it, we'll do. We'll, we'll we'll tweak the at home rating system a little bit more. See it in theaters. See it at home. Don't bother. I want more of this, and I want it to be better. So see it in theaters. <laughs> Give them your cash. All right. I I'm kind of in between. I my my recommendation is see it. But if you don't see it in theater, like if you have to choose between going to see this or you know, waiting a couple more weeks to like see Ghostbusters or Spider Man. Do, 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 do. Like if like if that's where you're at, like if you want to limit the times that you go to the movie theater because of comfort with COVID and everything, I think it, like you said We're not, we're there all the time now. That's true. Well, I mean I've had COVID, so That's true. <laughs> you're immune. I I hope so. Knock on wood. I, I, I'm so torn on this because I feel like, it, like you said, there wasn't, was there anything on there maybe except for a couple of the scenes with the Celestials that was like worthy of big screen? Maybe some of the fighting with the Deviants, like, I don't know. Yeah, they, they look kind of phony. Uh, yeah, so you're really in between. Whatever, we move on from there to spoilers. Look out, there's spoilers ahead. All right, I'm going to deal with my biggest, like, spoiler problem. Here. Okay. Yeah. So, Icarus. He's uh, supposed to be, like, the lead character of the Eternals. Like, he's the good guy. Yeah, but he, it's about the, you know, third act mark, he goes, oh, I'm the villain now. Which, you know, it's a little questionable why he was helping them out in the first place. But, sure, I can halfway buy his motivation. Not fully, but halfway. But in the Eternal stuff that we read, it was Sprite who was the bad person, like, the villain. The villain. I really wanted them to kill that child, and they didn't. They couldn't pull that trigger. No. <laughs> Kill that kid. Snap its neck. But Icarus, one, like, he betrays them all, and they end up restraining him on the beach, and they just go like, well, I guess our job is done. He's just restrained for ten minutes. He's down, and he's fighting. Fucking brain him with a rock. Like, just pick up a rock. Yeah. Hit him in the head. He's restrained. Bash his skull in. Or, like, Thena can come out and just spear him, and, like... But do they like? I'm a little more low tech. Just brain him. But do they still? Do they feel like they still need him for the Unimind? Don't think they didn't. Clearly, because when they had the Unimind idea, there were more of the Eternals, and some of the Eternals die. The Unimind was not nearly as cool as it should have been. Yeah, it was just like it's a power. I'm like, I want to see a big floaty brain. Well, I mean, there was technically a big floaty brain. But then at the end, Icarus. You know, if you know anything of like the Icarus legend, he didn't fly close. He flew into the fucking sun. Sorry, yeah, he doesn't fly into it. He dove headfirst into it. He's like, all right, I'm sad. Into the sun I go. Like, yeah, no, I get it. Icarus, he flew too close to the sun. But that was so literal and so silly. Rob Stark, no, that's the silliest option they could have had. Into the about- sun with you. Wow. Yeah. Wait, he played Rob Stark, right? I'm correct in that. Yeah. Yes, you are. Yeah, Rob Stark. Rob Stark dies in this, and Jon Snow lives. Technically, Jon Snow died and came back, but still. Yeah, that that was just silly. It's like Icarus into the sun. Yeah, I just I don't know. Do you? I I felt also, like needing that. The, the worst story in the world. You know what the story of Icarus is? Hey, if you try, you're gonna die. You'll get fucking burned. Never try. That is the point of the Icarus story. Yeah, because they it, they try to beat the Minotaur, and the king gets mad. So then they the, try and escape, and he's like. It's the it's world's not, worst. That's story. not the moral 
That's not the moral of the of the story of Icarus. The moral of the story of Icarus is like no like know your limitations and to not allow yourself to get too full of yourself based no, on your accomplishments. No, it's the Homer Simpson story. <laughs> the point is never try. That's not that's the, the point of Icarus. That's not the point of Icarus at all. Absolutely it is. His dad doesn't die. His dad like knows his limitations. He doesn't get too full of delusions of grandeur. And then you know that so they're like, "Oh, we clipped your wings." I'm like, uh-huh, great. Just brain him with a rock. Yeah. Why are also, we not well, again, just clip, clip wings, Icarus, Legend of Icarus. Yeah, just no, brain him with a rock. That's what you should have done. Also, like with the Greek myth of Icarus, where the hell did he get all, he and his dad get all the feathers and wax in order to build those wings? Selma Hayek's in this movie, kind of. Then she isn't, dies real fast. There's a lot of flashback in this movie. Doesn't mean Selma Hayek's in it for that much. It's like. I am the leader of the Eternals. Whoops, I'm dead. I'm Ajax until I'm not. Yeah. Also, I don't Angelina Jolie in this. The ro- the robots. Why are they robots? Does it make sense? She's like, I got the crazy robot disease. Considering that the Celestials can make life from nothing, why is this like full? I think the robot thing was like literal, like they were programmed, but they're actual like they're not like made of machine. I thought they no. That's the impression I took from it. No, I took the impression that like, well, I guess, I guess there is that scene where like half flesh, half mechanical. Yeah, they're like also the Earth is a big egg. I mean, yeah, but we also learned that from you know from Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two when Ego had planted all of his other um, Ego babies across the universe and used planets as seeds. True. Well, I, also like here's the other piece to this, if I may. Like, we're led to believe that the Celestials are, like, these giant robot-like things, but we've also been told that Ego's a Celestial, but I guess he's a planet, so. Is he, like, a minor Celestial? Peter Quill is part Celestial for a little bit. We meet Thanos' brother, who's also part Celestial. He is an Eternal. Oh, sorry, Eternal. Whatever. And Okay, so let's dive into that, because you're bringing up a point that, like, kind of bugged me. Like, they bring up specifically... Like, oh, the reason we didn't fight Thanos is because we weren't introducing the Marvel Universe yet. But the workaround they give is we can't interfere with anything that isn't deviance. But then they bring in Eros, Thanos' brother, the horniest character slash rapist of the Marvel Universe. He's kind of a rapist. Okay. And by kind of, I mean he is. All right. Literally. Okay. But he's also fictional, so maybe you can not do that this time around. Uh, You can be like a, uh, a fan of people. A friendly rapist. I don't think that's a thing. No, it's not. But he's a weird character in introduce because he like can mind control you by stimulating your pleasure zones. Basically, he just makes you come, and then you follow his commands based on the coming. Okay, and the going. No. Oh, okay. As you were saying. Anywho, but like they're like, oh, we were instructed not to like invest ourselves with the deviants, except now you're introducing Eros, who's an eternal. And Thanos is a deviant, so why wouldn't they have been invested in the Thanos stuff? It's a good point. I don't know. There's a lot of... And also, that Pip the Troll CG looked awful. Not good at all. It looked real unfinished. Yes. It's like, oh, it's Patton Oswalt. That's fun. Yeah, but that... The like, effect looks terrible. <laughs> it's, like, massively terrible. Like, especially considering the great CG that we've gotten, like, with Thanos. That was a believable CG character. Hulk, believable CG character. This looks like this looks like the MySpace of CG. Yeah, it's not, it wasn't good. But we get we get Blade in the second one, in the second uh, trailer. We yeah, also Kit, meet Black Knight. Kit Harrington's like, I have a sword that's gonna do a thing. I got a blade of some kind. Oh, what am I gonna do with this blade? And then Blade's in the background, like, Hey, 
Are you sure you want to do that, Mr. Harrington? You gonna blade? I'm the real blade. Some motherfuckers are always trying to skate uphill or whatever he said in that movie. That's true. Sit your ass down or I'm going to make change. Something like that. (laughs) Oh, sit your dollar ass down before I make change. Blade. Yeah, I just... I can't believe they didn't kill Sprite. I was so looking forward to killing a child. It's like, oh, we're just going to make you human so you can age up at a natural rate for the future movies. I'm like, okay, great. I don't know. This this also felt like Marvel was trying to squeeze a bunch of firsts in here. We had, obviously, the first um, sex scene, the first openly homosexual superhero. What? Yeah. Ban it, I say. Ban it forever. Fall collection. Ikea. <laughs> Ass. <laughs> you know, um, I was that name was like really sticking in my head. I'm like, why do I know this guy? Do you know how I know that guy? How do you know that guy? He is the dad from Into the Spider-Verse. Oh, okay. I was like, oh my God, I love that movie so much. It's a great movie. When I was thinking about better movies than The Eternals, <laughs> I was like, fuck, I love Into the Spider-Verse. Yeah. I mean, it's just, I mean, there's not a lot to spoil in this movie either. I don't know. The Earth's the big egg, and now there's just half a celestial sticking out of it. Yeah, like that's not gonna like. Also, like people of Earth at this point are like not surprised by anything. They go to space. I also like how they have a really big cast, so they could just kill like a kill good half chunk the of Eternals. It. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> kill them. Doesn't matter. I don't know. I mean, it wasn't bad, but it wasn't like it didn't blow me away. Was I glad I went and saw it? Yeah. Am I clamoring to see it again? Yeah. I think I am. I would really like to sit with this one a second time because I'm really, I don't know, I, I really want to like it. I really right. do. That's fair. All right. That it for Eternals? I guess. We are not eternally talking about it. No. All right. I guess let's move on from there to letters to the editors. A lot of questions, number one. Damn few answers. Here's another one of your letters to the editors. Make it so. The eternally almost empty letter bag. Uh, if you want to ask us your own questions, do that. We're out. This is our last question. I have no more questions in the hopper. None. No, none. There's none. This is the last one. I didn't one. know we had a hopper. What? We I thought had... we had a mailbag. I we... thought we had a bag, like a physical bag of mail. <laughs> no, don't learn my address. Well, it, it uh, digital email. It's called an electronic mail. Editorsofcomics at gmail.com. Send us your questions. Please send us your questions. We need your questions. We need your questions. Ask away. All right, what do we got? Oh, I guess we're just jumping ahead. Fine, we will. Well, no, what, I mean, what do we, what do we got? Just pontificate about, like, no, no, we're just going to no, like, no, no. wax poetic about not having any questions? We're just going to ask the no, damn question. Shut up. I'm asking. Okay. What is something you haven't seen in a superhero movie you would like to see? I have two answers to this, kind of. Okay. I guess I can almost come up with a third one based on the Eternals. All right. And they're kind of. Hit me with it. Their tone. Number one, I would like to see a Ninja Turtles movie that reflects the original comics cut out the cartoon cut out all that extra bullshit cut out the 30 years of franchise give me hard gritty fucking balls to the wall shut up it's like pavlov's dog i'm trying to you said you wanted to say it less so i'm helping you comic i i I would like to see that i'd like to see something tonally familiar with what i want okay in that same vein i would also like to see batman the way i would like to see batman i feel like you're gonna get that coming up i hope I hope it could be. Do you feel like the mild disappointment you had with it, well, the mild to moderate disappointment you had with Eternals is having you more gun shy about Batman? Or I should say, no, I've always had this. It's like Batman has been close. Like there's some scenes, there will be scenes and moments that work, but I'm talking about an overall two hours of just the bat. Give me what I want. Okay. And I'll go away. Yeah. In that same vein, I'll give my third one, which is kind of tied into the Eternals. Give me, 
just a full insane wacky over the top hardcore jack kirby movie like give it to me hard like just take all the restraints off make it weird make it visually insane like just give me that and stick it in my veins Hmm. huh i don't like i don't know what i want from a superhero movie that hasn't been done we we've got the the heroes lose at the end of the movie we've got that already we got the heroes are conflicted and they've been like they separate we've got that we cut, we've we have gotten on a couple of occasions the good guy is actually the bad guy. I don't know. We haven't really had something yet where the morality of the character is really pushed. Like where they've got to make that decision about doing something wrong that will be something that turns into something right, you know what I mean? Like a I hate to say it, but man of steel. Oh yeah. I guess you're right. Damn. It's only cuz I don't like that universe. I'm sorry. Come at me, Snyder Bros. I'll beat you up. Like we, Deadpool's our anti-hero. Like we don't like. Well, he's is he though? Like, like we don't really have a true anti-hero. When's the last time we had that? Literally never. I think it's a term that people like to throw around, but it's never actually used. But you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, like Deadpool isn't really an anti-hero. He's just like he's a rude hero. Is it, well, I mean, they're kind of rude. What about the Suicide Squad? Are they anti-heroes? Nope. They all just end up saving the world and don't really do anything that bad. Yeah, like. Like, they'll say a rude word. They're not, like, even in the movie, like, they're not bad guys. They're the good guys in the movie. I want a, I want a superhero movie where I'm legitimately rooting for the bad guy. Yeah, I mean, I mean, we haven't seen Venom 2, Let There Be Carnage. That's a good point. Or, I mean, Black Adam's coming up. So, yeah, there's some potential there. Yeah. Like, I want, like, clearly, this is the bad guy, and you're going to root for him to kick that superhero's ass. There yeah. you go. Yeah, I don't think we've had that. There we go. Thank All you. Right. I, I found my way there. Let's wrap this bad boy up all right if you enjoyed the show go to patreon.com slash editors note comics a dollar a month better than last week just, hey we have nowhere to go but up from there because zach finally contributed this week <laughs> yeah I, I am the knuckle dragger of the show <laughs> <laughs> yes you are you're what i call an anchor and not like a news anchor or the anchor of the show you are the anchor holding us down not really you are what keeps us afloat sir and by us, I mean you, the Patreon subscriber, or madam for that matter. I was say financially, by that hosting fee I pay. Yes. So a dollar a month gets you the show the day we record it, plus you get access to stuff behind the paywall. Five dollars a month, we'll call you a Duke or Duchess of the podcast, and we will... We'll... Early access. You get early access. 24 Ooh. hours early. That's Ooh. what you get. Yeah. Plus, I mean, if you're Duke or Duchess of the podcast, you get us talking about you, and you get recognized. Do you ever want to be on a podcast? Well, you're not going to be on the podcast, but your name will be on the podcast. So you got that going for you. Woo, woo. Also, if you want to catch up with Zach on the social medias, you can find him on Twitter at Editors No Comics. Yeah, I do that. Yes. I don't know. You tweet. Uh, not overly, but mm. sometimes. Yes. And if I follow you, maybe I'll read your tweet if I open it for like the five minutes I read Twitter every three days. Mm, yes. And you're there uh, at Junior Rich. That is me, at Junior Rich on the Twitter world. Next week. Can we beat communism again? I mean, we might not be able to. But I mean, if I can change and you can change, I know everybody who, can change. I know who can do it. It's a fictional man from Philadelphia. Philadelphia freedom. That song's not in there. Should be. No, but we get we get changed. Wait a minute. No, wait, don't tell me. It's not Rocky who beats communism. It's fucking James Brown. <laughs> Living in America. And it's Elton John in my world. All right, we'll be back <laughs> next week. Uh, bye.